0: It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, uh, talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, I hope your working week is going well. If you're chasing property around the UAE, it's no doubt been a busy week for you. We are up to Thursday morning, on October the 5th with the week fast disappearing the weekend is looming large once more and another Saturday morning property market update is coming up with Matt Gregory and his team and you might have a question for the team, if so you can email us just like Margot has done in Devon in the UK. Now good morning to you Margo, you have said that you're an investor and you're thinking of making your first investment into the Dubai market and your question is how quickly the process from start to finish is with being legally able to complete a purchase? Good question. And I've got a feeling, Margot, that we might have covered that in part with a previous podcast, but I think it's well worth covering off again. Having presented, of course, now over 120 podcasts, it's probably a good time to go back right over that subject again. And we will answer that question. We'll do it on Tuesday for you with Mario. He'll be the person that will be able to break all of that down and offer you the right information. And don't forget about our email address if you have a question. The email address is DubaiPropertyPodcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you. We do our best to answer everything that comes in. All right. Well, coming up this morning, we are talking to Stephen Flanagan, who we've spoken to before from Knight Frank, who is a partner and head of valuations. And good morning, Stephen. Welcome back to the Dubai Property Podcast. Good morning, Craig. Well, it's been another incredibly busy year. As mentioned, already ready October. I mentioned a few days ago just how fast Christmas is looming up and how are things going in the valuation game? Because as I say, the the
1: year is being squeezed out. Well, I think perhaps there was a little bit of a lull in the market over the summer period, certainly on the residential side, lots of people out of the the UAE, a lot of the brokers, a lot of the buyers just, just sort of got out for the summer. But I think there's there's not really a, a let up in terms of the. If we talk about the residential market in Dubai, you know we've you know we're seeing strong GDP figures just you know launched this week. I think the non-oil GDP growth was something like eleven or twelve percent. The macro is is positive for the UAE, and I think we've we've seen that with the investor sentiment. Everybody will have read the the cues that have been outside the offices for the new launch of the uh, the relaunch of the Palm Jebel Ali. So people queuing up to, to, to buy villas off plan, you know, does that spank a little bit of, of 2008 and crazy times, perhaps, but, at, you know, at the same time, it's quite indicative of the demand, certainly at that upper end of the, the residential market, which we've seen, you know, the most growth in over the past sort of 12 months. And we don't see that really abating, Craig, at the, at the current time. You know, we're doing a lot of valuation work in that residential space where people apply for mortgages. And we must be you know, valuing 20, 20 or more properties every day for people taking mortgages. Prices are generally holding up. So not really seeing um, a, a slowdown at this point.
0: Yes, the investor sentiment, if you just look at Palm Jebel Ali's launch, it's very strong sentiment on its own. It's undeniable. The appetite is there, not just in that higher end of the market, but right across all of the market. And one of your slices of the property pie, as mentioned, is the valuation market. And currently, if you are valuating 20 plus properties a day... Palm Jebel Ali is a throwback to 2008. It is that deja vu feeling. And to that end, what sort of a metric around Palm Jebel Ali do you use as an organisation to sort of take notice of all of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, on the face of it, people standing in queues and overnight is, is a little bit worrying. We all know that the, the bulk of, of property purchases uh, this year have been off plan. of all all acquisitions have been cash. And I think, look, in terms of the Palm Jebel Ali, people are seeing this. They're looking at the Palm Jumeirah, how much prices have increased on the Palm going forward since the start of COVID, huge price increases. And they're looking at that. You know, there's a shortage of beachfront development available in Dubai. And I think the properties that have been launched there have, have been villas and, and potentially land plots to build your own villas. Prices are not cheap, a lot higher than than original launch prices. So, you know, you're talking at fifteen, fifteen to twenty million, I think, prices there. But but look, you know, these things are not going to be delivered for until I believe 2027, 2028. I'm generally cautious as a valuer because we have to sort of underwrite a lot of these things for, for borrowers. You know, there's a huge capex to spend to, to get infrastructure, roads and things and get Palm Jabal Alley, you know, up and running again, you know, as a place to live. So I think the people making those purchases are probably people with cash that are taking a very, very long term view. will sit on those and, and perhaps flip them in due course when people can see that, that development's really progressed.
0: Yes, you make a valid point that Palm Jumeirah's success and the way that prices have soared in only one direction, especially since COVID, I think in turn that has people looking at Palm Jebel Ali and people who missed out potentially on the launch of Palm Jumeirah back in the day saying to themselves – I'm not going to make that same mistake. They see the potential to be able to replicate Palm Jumeirah's strong growth in a brand new development, and not just any development, the most talked about and arguably the most prestigious new area in Dubai. So plenty of good vibes when it comes to Palm Jebel Ali. Now, as you mentioned, you're doing plenty of valuation cash payments are making up a huge component of property sales but a lot of people they still need mortgages. So what have you been seeing in that space particularly over the last three months with more of a competitive lending dynamic taking place?
1: As, as a business Knight Frank, have a, a sort of a mortgage uh, debt advisory team. Uh, they're growing that, which is indicative of, of demand from from consumers for mortgages. Um, not only that, we see the banks offering more competitive uh, deals. They're fighting for business because the market's still strong. As a consultancy and valuation advisor, we're, we're doing more more mortgage valuations now than we ever have, which again is indicative of of the banks being bit busy and, and requiring us to sort of underwrite those. So I think it's, it's active. The banks are coming to us. The banks are busy. There's a competition between the banks to sort of offer, you know, more competitive mortgages, you know, despite the sort of prevailing interest rates and, and, and you can get more competitive rates now and, and lock those in. So, you know, it's, it's reacting to the consumer demand.
0: Yeah, that is what we want to see. Plenty of competition among the banks offering better deals for those looking for mortgages. All right, so let's just quickly turn our attention to the commercial space. This is a sector that you guys are also involved in. So tell us a little bit about why you think that this is bucking the trend and outperforming other cities around the world where some of these cities are are going backwards in terms of the empty buildings, but Dubai is building more commercial space and there seems to be plenty of appetite for long-term leases being signed for. And it's not just in that area, there seems to be plenty of interest from developers and
1: investors. As you rightly point out, you look at the headlines out of New York City, it's doom and gloom. It's, it's- Office buildings being repurposed. It's very, very high vacancy rates. Our global head was in the region last week, out of out of London. So that the headlines out of London appear doom and gloom, but actually our office leasing team have had their best year ever. So there is a demand for good quality Grade A office space, and you hear all the you know the rumours, you know, or, or the headlines, I should say, HSBC coming out of Canary Wharf, and everybody thinks it's doom and gloom in, in London. It, it's not people are just seeking good quality space. Um, occupiers you know, have that desire to se- secure the best-in-class space now, get a nice environment for staff that's got amenities, gym, retail, shops, parking, and buildings that are ESG, highly rated for ESG, and wide score and things like that. So, in Dubai, we've seen the, the people coming back to the office, and we've seen that really as a result of, we've seen rents increase. There's been very strong demand from occupiers within the region and newcomers to the region taking space. And, and that's pushed up rents quite considerably. And that's led to to investors saying, hang on a minute, it's been a fairly soft market for a few years. We're now seeing some strong rental growth in conjunction with a supply shortage. So we're seeing people take a, take a view and perhaps we'll sort of see some transactions take place in that you know grade A office space. But yeah, the outlook's rather positively positive for grade A space. Now, I would temper that and say that the the older areas, the poorer space, older buildings that are not perhaps offering the same amenities have probably struggled, and you've probably seen rents soften. Places like Dubai Healthcare City, Deira, you know, rents have actually softened. So it's not it's not all rosy. But if you look at the DIFC Business Bay, One Central, you know, the Trade Center area there, you know, the occupancies have picked up a lot. There's been a lot of rental growth, and that's you know been driven by um, by strong demand. Yeah,
0: DIFC, absolutely point in case. A lot of activity, a lot of people, of course, with their companies moving in. And that is assisting with the commercial office space really bucking the trend. Stephen, thank you for coming on to the Dubai Property Podcast.
1: Many thanks, Craig
0: we dive deep into topics like buying selling investing and maximizing your property's value from mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers your real estate journey starts here We see in Discovery Gardens
1: 4.5% increase, Greens 3.4% increase, so typically you'd get a one bedroom there, say, for about 900 to to 1 mil.
0: So long as you've got that infrastructure there, your ability to actually get into the city, in fact, I guess in a lot of cases, if they are working from home, it becomes a little bit academic. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, working from home, not just here in Dubai, but right the way across the globe is now a staple of people's sort of environment or their work environment. You know it may be that actually you come into the office one or two days a week That's easy to do if you've got a 30 to 40 minute commute, which is probably the maximum you're likely to get in Dubai, if I'm going to be all honest. The podcast series that we're going to be doing with Lillian is called The Diary of a Dubai Real Estate Agent. How exciting is this going to be, Lillian? Oh, it's so exciting. I'm really, really ready to share with the world and the Dubai Property Podcast audience everything that's going on, from the little things to the big new restaurants, exciting places that I go to, and of course, the real estate Journey. get insider tips from industry professionals and level up your real estate game by unlocking the secrets of successful real estate transactions the skyline is constantly changing growing and expanding the Dubai property podcast for all things real
1: estate